Hello and welcome back to the League Podcast. We are on midweek check-in mode as we are in currently in the middle of the wild card round. Uh, we have two matchups, both of them still relatively close. Uh, we have a nine-point advantage between Colton over Ben and a slightly larger 22-point advantage from Danny over Elliot. So both technical underdogs, if you're going by the seating, are ahead in this one, but Still lots of football left to be played. We're doing this check-in for a couple reasons. A, because I feel like it's cool to bring you guys some content in between the two, uh, two uh, parts of the matchup. I think it helps keep things engaged. But also because I wanted to bring on my opponent for this week's matchup, Colton Dellinger. Colton's been a good friend of mine for a few years now. and Although, you know, our, our, he may be referred to as the sexiest man in the league, according to our title, he... It's really one of the better men that has joined our league over the past decade of play. Um, Colton's always brought a little bit of flair, um, sometimes that we didn't even know that we needed at certain times in our lives, whether they were hanging out in a group or going to a party or a concert. or You, just, you run into him when you're going to uh, Bagel Crust at 8 a.m. in the morning after a long night of drinking. Colton's been... A fairly strong league member as well. He's won a championship, and we'll talk about his accolades a little bit later. Um, but I think it's important for us to notice that we all have people in our lives that you never, you never think are going to show up. You know, maybe that could be, you know, a long lost relative. It could be a relationship, a, a lover that you, that just all of a sudden, you know, found yourself in a relationship you didn't know you're going to have. And this is kind of what Colton ended up being for a lot of us. Is you know, Ryan ended up meeting him and. In high school, and Colton just happened to go to uh, Penn State for a couple years at the end of his collegiate career, and you know we've gotten to know him pretty darn well. And I'm really glad that he decided to join our league, and I think he's a very much a valuable addition. So I won't do too much more chatter. Uh, we got a lot of really cool things we're going to discuss with uh, my friend Colton, including his thoughts on how uh, how the NFL has kind of morphed into a parody league this year, and also, how well he thinks he can do in the playoffs, who he thinks is going to win uh, his matchup. So all that and more we come up on the League Podcast. Stay tuned. Okay, so this week on the League Podcast, we are bringing in probably the most attractive member of our league. Oh, thank you, thank you. The man many have called the next Jason Momoa. He's still working on that body as we speak. But I can tell you that the hair is growing back out and the pecs are growing just as long. Uh, this man has won a championship despite being in the league only five short years um, and has actually been a rather successful owner despite his uh, apprehension to join the league certain years. Uh, without further ado, I'd like to welcome Colton Dellinger. Colton, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. Honestly, I, d- I didn't realize I was in the league for five years. Has it been that long? It has been five wow. years. This is five years. I've known you guys five years. Yep. Oof. Yep. Wow. Yep. Since 2018, so yeah, isn't, that, isn't crazy. that crazy, no, right? It is crazy. It is crazy. Well, Colton's joining us, and he's joining me as he's currently sitting here eating his dinner with a nice little uh, piece of uh, chicken and some uh, microwave veggies, and I think that's an apple sitting over there next to him. So uh, if you hear any biting or chewing, that's what that's what this is. Uh, he's eating dinner. But more importantly, we have pressing matters to talk about here, Colton. Uh Please enlighten our listeners. Please enlighten our listeners. We are in you were, we were in the midst of a matchup. Uh, that, it's not so uh, unfamiliar though. Colton and I have faced each other in the playoffs. We faced each other this year. We faced each other in 2018. 
which was actually his second year in the league. He joined us in the 2017 season. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about how uh, you kind of got into the league. Uh, how do you find your way in here, Colton? I guess we can all, as many of us in the league now, may attribute. We have one one friend who seems to keep bringing people around that we somehow take a liking to. Yeah. And I was the first. You could say I'm the OG. Uh, and Ryan Knapp is is this man's name. He uh, I don't I don't know how how the conversation was brought up, but I know I played in a couple fantasy leagues before, and I think I was talking to him that you know they kind of disbanded since we were going to college or something, and. He was like, well, would you want to play fantasy with me and my friends? And I'm like, yeah, like, why would I Why would I not want to play fantasy? I'd love right. to stay involved somehow. And uh, I think, yeah, that's how I ended up in the league. Fascinating. And it, you're, you're 100% right. Ryan does tend to just bring people around multiple times, but yeah. uh, that's okay. I think I think that's kind Without of... Without consensus. Yeah, yes. Usually it's just, oh, well, here's this person. Sometimes you're just forced to accept them in. That's not the case with Colton. No, we really like Colton. Um, Colton's been a member, like I said, since, since 2017. And uh, pretty much throughout those years, he's been a faithful member of the league. Very successful. Like I said, won the 2018 championship over myself, even though he was the sixth seed and I was the one seed. And That, that might be the biggest underdog story and, in the and, history and, of, and of you this were, league. You were 5-5 five and five and I was 9-1. and one And out of nowhere, Colton takes down Evan, who had won the championship the previous year. Hunter, who won the championship the year after that, and then takes down me, who was a top team I think, that season. Do you, do you want to know my favorite statistic? What's your favorite statistic? My first round draft pick that year did not play a single snap. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. And I, I wasn't able to, to nab his backup either. James Conner. James Conner. And you somehow still... And somehow I, I made it Navigated to, the, to a league championship. That is amazing. Col- Colton is, we haven't done it yet, um, but there will be an article coming out about um, the top five teams that we've had in our league. And I think Colton's 2018 championship is surely in the running to make that list. If not, we'll I, I don't know if I would consider it a top five team, but. Maybe a top five story would be the, Probably a, a top five story. A top for five sure. story for sure. I, I really banked on Connor not sitting out a whole year. <laughs> I thought, thought, like, he was, he's a different or. Bell sitting yeah, out Bell. all year. He, he was a different and, breed, and you know he was an animal when he was on. And I risk uh, like a second. I yep. was a second pick, I think. Second overall. And I yeah. thought maybe he'll miss the first or second week, but he'll be back. And he just kept missing and missing and missing, and yeah. tears began to form. But we but we made it out at the he end. We made it out. Yeah, it's very very impressive. A little bit heartbreaking for me, but you know, mm-hmm. I, I was still happy that if anybody was going to win it, I'd much have, rather have it be Colton than. Evan or Hunter, they've won enough in this yeah, league. So yeah, I appreciate I'm that. Glad that Colton was able to, at least he would be the one to beat me there. Um, so Colton, is, like I said, after that was a pretty good member. Uh, and there was one year where he decided not to play, if I remember correctly. Um, I think it was due to the pandemic and some of the uncertainty around that. Um, do you remember that situation as, as yeah, well as I, I do, think, Colton? I think it was two years ago. I think it so was 2020. It was my, my first year at Penn State. When class was not class, but it was Zoom University. Mm. And, they uh, still made you pay for it like it yeah, was normal university. But but yeah, that was that was the story. Um, I guess my, my biggest factor in, in not in sitting out was like you said, the uncertainty, but the uncertainty came from starting to follow the NBA bubble and 
it seemed like players were missing left and right because they had, oh, one, they coughed once at dinner. They must have COVID. <laughs> yes. And, and so the precautions that everyone was taking, while you could argue if they were necessary or not, we're not going to get into that here. No, no, no. That's no, just yeah, not the place a, for that. That's a different story. I would have to yeah. put this in the political category, no, okay, not the okay. fantasy <laughs> category, all right? But, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't like the fact that you might have your top three picks could possibly sit out the same week. Sure. Not due to injury, but due to a precautionary illness. So yeah, I didn't I didn't want to risk that because there was just too much uncertainty around fantasy numbers at the time. Right, and I, I respected that, and that's why I was fine, you know, with you not being in the league that year. We made it work, and I think after the year after that, we jumped up to twelve teams and just added a couple in, and it worked out fine. Um, we definitely would have loved to have you that year, but I'm glad that you decided to come back. Yeah, I mean, it definitely made it hard because I realized like if if I didn't play that year, then I might not be able to play right. next year. Right. Yeah. I I couldn't reasonably you know, put money down on something that, I mean, fantasy's luck every year, but I think we like to think we have more say in the matter. We, we, like, we like to think that yeah. we know what we're doing. We yeah. still really don't know what we're doing. Like, like, Does anyone know what they're no, doing? No, no. Like, like, like as much like, and this is just a quick aside, and I'm going to keep it in here just because I think it's completely true, is that Dan, by far, no one's going to argue he had by far the best regular season. Elliot had a good regular season, but Dan had by far the best. Elliot had the luckiest season. But, but, but the thing is, it is not out of belief that either one of us could go on and we could absolutely crush Dan next week or next next round just yeah. because one or two of our players have insane weeks. Like, and that's not to say it's Dan's fault. It's just that's the way the sport goes. So, you know, maybe that makes this whole podcast pointless. But I mean, you put your team in the best position to do well. Exactly. And that's a great quote by Matthew Bear. I'm not sure if you got it. I definitely have written this in my opening newsletter a couple of times is fantasy football is about limiting risks on a weekly basis and putting yourself in the best position to win every week. Look at me quoting the goat, not You're even right. realizing. He didn't even I'm know just, it. I'm just as smart as even know it. Sometimes I guess. Sometimes he is. Uh, sometimes he is. Colin, Colin ha- Colin's a man that has sometimes many opinions on things. Sometimes he likes to let them know <laughs> people know about it. But sometimes he can be he can kind of be the the quiet sheep in the corner about it too. Colin, Colin goes both ways. When he's in a comfortable position, he can go out and be strong with what he believes. But then I've I've seen Colton at times kind of shrink back. Um, so, so with that theme, um, the NFL this year, it's, it's a bit of a wheel of parody. I mean, some people think the 49ers are going to be the best team in the league in a couple weeks, and yet they lost to the Broncos in week three. And a lot of people say the Broncos are the worst team in the league. So what do you think about the NFL this year? And then I guess we'll talk a little bit about our favorite team, the Eagles, but yeah. NFL first. I mean, honestly, I think we could go back like three years even. I know I, I think I've had the same conversation with my dad regarding fantasy where there's so many moves in the off season, you're like, wow, this year's just going to be completely different than the last year. Right. And, you know, it ends up being completely different than the last year. I mean, look at the NFC with the Eagles being, like, the number one yeah. seed. Like, who would have thought Top that? Top dog, Even right now, everyone in the NFC East is going to the playoffs. Yeah, oh, which is that's, crazy. That's insane. I mean, I, if you told me, I mean, the Eagles, Cowboys, you know, a lot of people thought they'd battle for you know, top spot. Right. But the fact that the Giants and the Commanders are both at least two games over 500 at this point. This insane. Is insane. nothing short of insane. I completely agree. Um, so, I mean, that's just the state of the NFL right now. Um, do, you, do you think that... I think also adding into craziness, the Denver Broncos. Yeah. What, just, is, what, is, what is going on with them? 
They were supposed to be. Ah, that's. They were supposed to be the second coming of like the 2013 Peyton yeah. Manning led Broncos, and they've done the complete opposite. Opposite, yeah. Uh, if you if you had to pick your Super Bowl matchup, not who wins, but your Super Bowl matchup, so the best team in the NFC, best team in the AFC right now, who would you say it is? I mean, I, obviously, I have some bias. Right. But I, I have to go Eagles. So Eagles. I mean, I am scared. You know, once they get to the playoff, they might have. They might fumble the bag. There could, could be say. a tough match yeah. for two, yeah. But I, I would um, say by and large, way, yeah. the way Jalen Hurts is playing right now, like, I, I just, I can't go against them. Uh, especially, like, I know I have a bias, but I, I would like to say I'm not as biased as other fans in, in our league. <laughs> uh, I, I would say that you, you tend to be a bit, there are some owners that, for sure, we'll we'll die on a hill, no matter what hill it is. Right. So. Uh, yeah, I, I try to be reasonable, but definitely right now, I feel like you can't go against someone who's number number one or two in the MVP race, depending on who yeah. you ask. I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what about the AFC? The AFC, I think, the AFC is by far the better division. Oh, at, oh yeah, oh, you for look sure. At, you I mean, look at all the teams put, in there. You can but, put you can put the top four AFC teams up against any of yeah. the NFC teams, and I think they'd win. Um, but. The Chiefs have been looking good lately, and it seems like it doesn't matter who they who they've been putting in either. Nope. Uh, Mahomes make things happen. Who cares if their defense isn't good? Dude, they could score. They could let up thirty five points and win the game fifty five to thirty five, and it would be a blowout. Wow. Like, and, and hey, who knows? Maybe I'm a little biased here too. But Andy Reid, man, dude, ever since he got to Kansas City, he's been making he's been, things work. And he was good. And people don't remember how good he was when he was in Philadelphia. But yeah. You're right. Ever he just he just couldn't bring home the final. The no, final he couldn't. Piece. He couldn't, and it took really took. He was in Kansas City for five years mm-hmm. until it ended up working out for him. He finally got Mahomes in 2018. Yeah. Um. So he went 2013 to 2018 with uh, 2013 to 2017. Excuse me with uh, Alex Smith, and then 2018 finally comes along and he gets Mahomes, and that's when everything clicks yeah. for him. So good for him. I'm always, I'm always happy when I see him do well. It's not just because of the former Eagles, but I think he is a true student of the game, and I like the way he prepares and. All that stuff, but yeah, NFL for sure this year is a it's an interesting uh, you know bag of well, it's a bag of shit right now. But I'll tell you what, like I I couldn't tell you what's gonna happen yeah. next week. I mean, Isn't really. that the beauty of sports? Yeah, you never know what's gonna happen. I do. That's why we play the games. That's why we play the games, man. That's why that's why LSU had to play against Texas A and M this past week, and they were in line for a playoff spot if they just mm-hmm. held on. And now you know. I mean, we don't we don't like talk a lot about college on this podcast, but and I mean, even talking about the other football, the football, you might football, say, football, yes, uh, dude. Argentina losing their first game in, in their Saudi group stage, Arabia. and we thought you thought, oh, oh, they're in the shitter yeah, now, yeah, and they come out on top of their group, yeah, dude. That's what happens, man. It's, you gotta you gotta come out and show out every game. Yeah, the drama is there. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break on the league podcast, and we have some more drama to talk about when we come back. As currently, the two po- two people talking on this podcast are in the midst of a very intense matchup. All that and more when we get back on the League Podcast. The League Podcast is brought to you by Victory Brewing Company. Anytime you need a beer that's stiffer than the side of a door, drink Victory. It's going to be sour or sweet or something that's going to get you on your ass. So drink Victory and stop being a pussy. And we're back on the League Podcast. Uh, thank you to our sponsor, Victory. We're actually drinking some Victories right now, aren't we, Colton? Yes, we Cheers, are. Cheers. As we continue on the league podcast, uh, we're in week two of the wild card matchups. Um, both matchups are somewhat close. Danny Engel is currently leading uh, the favorite, Ellie Kleckner, by almost 20 points. Seems like Danny has the edge in that one, but we all know how lucky Ellie gets, so we're not going to talk about that one much more. 
because we'd be putting Danny at risk of getting jinxed. So we're just going to leave that one at that, right, Colton? Absolutely. Just let it there. Exactly. Getting to the much more interesting matchup, uh, Colton... Definitely no bias there, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, currently, Colton, Colton is leading his matchup versus myself uh, by a score of 88.5 to 79.3. So a little bit over... Uh, nine points, a little bit over nine points. It's nine point two point difference, um, which is definitely no. It's notable because that's about on average a one player's worth difference. You know, if you take the average yeah. player for a matchup, you know, seven, eight, nine points. So he's about a one player ahead of me at, the, at, at, at this point in time. But by no means is that an insurmountable lead, and I, I would I would venture to say that it is not a safe lead. Just not at all. It, it, it would be it would be something. It's like getting a head start. Would you agree, Colton? Yeah, I almost feel like I might be feeling a little more comfortable than I should at this point. If that makes sense. That, yeah. I know it's not over. I know. Right. I mean, but. Right. You know, it's like that two zero. Yeah, it's the two, the two zero lead soccer in like the first half. You're like, yeah. mm, you're like I don't I don't like how this feels. Um, in context, both of us have not had great weeks. No. I mean, these might be two of our. Worst, worst weeks, weeks of right? the season, really, and both of us had some unlucky, some some poor fortune find our way. For Ben, it was Travis Etienne getting injured yeah. on the first play of scrimmage in the Jaguars game. He got three yards, and that was it for him. But then for Colton, Damien Pierce, uh, and the Texans get put in a thirty to nothing point hole, and he doesn't see another rushing well, yard the rest I think of the game. That it's very unfortunate for me, right? But that's the second week Pierce has gotten less than two points. That's nuts. 3.1 points in the past two weeks. That's crazy. Do I do I play him against a holy Browns defense? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's this, interesting, and yeah. we could get into that matchup more because that's where Deshaun Watson comes back, yeah. and he's going up against his old team, mm-hmm. and there's a whole bag of worms to go through there. Um, but we're sticking on fantasy here, um, and I definitely think it's pertinent to look at, you know, at this point in the season, it's, it's a big question. Do, do you trust the players that have gotten you to this point? Or do you maybe ride the hot hand? You know, someone had a good yeah. week last week and you didn't start him. Or maybe somebody you picked off off the waiver wire has a good matchup. Do you do you trust? Do you start your stud that got you, or do you do you, do you kind of like throw in a flyer to try to change the momentum? What's what's your opinion? You know, it's hard. I'm. Is I mean, it? Is it? I, it though? I would. I think I would personally say you know you start the players that got you there, but the situation I'm in right now with Pierce. Definitely making me second guess that. I, I can't risk a, a two point outing from him. And that's exactly how I feel about ETN. I mean, yeah. he's supposed to play this week, but what if he gets back in there and gets hurt? Injures right? the foot again. You're you're stuck in the shitter once again. So it, it's definitely an interesting question. I was uh, I was gonna steal Hastings off the uh, waiver wire from you, but I put when, in a I, well, right. I put, I put in a heavy bid for oh, that. I one. put in a much heavier bid, but took it out because they said that. ETN is probably going to come back. For me, it's an insurance policy. It's like, right. if he doesn't play, then I get the choice between yeah. Hasty. Now, our thing is, both of our benches do have some startable players on mm-hmm. them. For you, 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 so we'll go with kind of like the week-to-week uh, lineup changes. Colton has to make one change to his lineup. Um, uh, one Hopkins. of his wide receivers is not playing this week. Hopkins. Hopkins, which is a big detriment. But that also hurts Ben a bit because Marquise Brown did come back last week as well. Mm-hmm. It would also be a viable starter for Ben. I still think it hurts I mean, Colton just a it, little more. I think it hurts me more because if you look at his stats, since Hopkins had been back, his lowest scoring day was 9.1 points from a wide receiver. That's insane. He's been getting... That's, that's such consistent production. Oh, yeah. Like 
Four like, out of his six games over ten targets. That's what you. That's what you're looking for. Man. You're looking for someone to just command the offense. That's why uh, Devontae Adams was so good in Green Bay right. for all those years. Even when he wouldn't have tremendous games like yards per reception, he would get like nine receptions for ninety yards or right. something like that. Just he, just consistent. Just consistent targets leading to consistent yards. When um, someone's good, they're good. When they're good, they're good. You got to respect game, man. Right. So, uh, but yeah, Colton will be without Hopkins this week. Um, ben Wallace, although although I would argue that I think I have the best three wide receivers in the league. He does, and that that helps him a lot. You know, he has he Jalen Jalen Waddle would not be on the bench of many fantasy teams at this point mm-hmm. in the season. And I think what did he get? Not eight and a half or nine points last eight week. Eight and a half, I think. Eight mm-hmm. and a half points, which is nothing to sneeze at. I mean, that like I said, that's about the average. You know, eighty five yards. Everyone, I think most fantasy most players, players would be taking eighty five yards. Yeah, getting eighty five yeah. yards. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, I think both my and both, he was pooled. He didn't even play the whole game. Yeah, right? that was that was like two and a half, half quarters, you mm-hmm. know, worth of play. And and Colton, Colton and Ben both have some guys on their teams that you know may be starting on other rosters that are probably going to be on their benches. Water was an example for Colton last week. Uh, Pacheco is an example for mm-hmm. Ben this week, um, and that was also. I would also last. say Adam Thielen would be and probably be a and, lot of, a lot and of probably Adam Thielen. And that's 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 what Ben has to make the decision this week is who does he trust for the wide receiver two position? It's between Thielen, probably Traylon Burks, and I think. He currently has in, and I think he did pick up Zay Jones mm. on the bench. So there's some options there. Colton doesn't have much. Um, the Justin Fields and Joe Burrow quarterback controversy was a controversy until Fields, Fields got, got injured. Yeah. So that kind of made the decision for you. And I don't know. I if... also just picked up Deshaun Watson though. Oh, yeah. Well, that's like a... it or hate it. That's that. That it is a, a. It was a fantasy move. That is. That is. It's a, it's a. It's a. It's a controversial move, but it's. I think it's the right move. I mean, I think he's somebody that could make a difference. You know, if he starts going off, which you've seen him do before in fantasy, mm-hmm. he may be he may be somebody you can plug in. Um, although I don't think Colton will be starting him this week. Oh, absolutely not. No. I mean, Joe Burrow, you can't yeah. you can't really go against no, him. Joe Cool, man, you I can't mean, go against. Him. Think think about Joe Burrow was sitting on my bench for almost three weeks of the season because I, I was starting Fields. A lot of play, who, who, who a lot of teams would have loved yeah. to have Joe Burrow mm-hmm. sitting on their bench or much more likely sit sitting in their lineup. Me, I mean, going back to even last week, our I think our quarterback scored the same exact. Yep, points. exact, exact. Brady had seventeen point two. Burrow yeah. had seventeen point two for. For Burrow, that was a bad week. For Brady, that was an average week. Right, and <laughs> right. That that could come down to a it big could, difference. It could, right it there. could, it could, it could. That could be that could be key. Um, and like I said, there's a lot of things to keep track of. You know, the matchups that we have. Um, I think it's always interesting to me to kind of look at like what could decide a matchup. Um, and for Ben, it's going to come down to Monday night. He's got Tom Brady going on Monday night. Um, if he decides to start. Uh, Julio Jones, which I don't think he will, he play Monday night. But also his other wide receiver, Chris Olave, is playing Monday night, mm. and those are three players that could turn the tide in the matchup. Uh, it, I think it's most likely to say if if this is his Brady's on Monday, Ben will most likely be trailing going into Monday night. It's, the question is by how much, and how much does he have to overcome? Now Colton, on the other hand, has a couple players on Sunday night. He's got Ezekiel Elliott, which. I'm sure just it kills him in the heart to start him, just because he's a Cowboys player. But I mean, honestly, I don't feel too bad about it since the Eagles are doing so well. You, know? you don't feel bad about I it. I don't feel bad. Okay. No. And now, now maybe if it was down to the the Cowboys have to lose and the Eagles have to win would for you, playoff, what would you, then what would you, what would you, it might hurt my heart. But 
Right. I think. I think well, we if you do make, if you do make it that far, the second to last week of the season, the Eagles play against the Cowboys, right, I know. and that'd be in the championship matchup. And if you get there, would you start Ezekiel Elliott against the Eagles? Worry about that issue. Worry about. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll we'll take care of that when we get there, I guess. Um, yeah, so lots of interesting matchups. Um, Colton, how comfortable would you feel? It's a hypothetical scenario. If you have a lead going into Monday night, you're up 25, and it's Brady and Olave left to go. How comfortable do you feel? 60%. 60%? I mean, I think the 25-point lead is, is comfortable. Right. Because even, even if Brady gets 15, 17, right, you're still going you to need a, like a eight, decent eight or nine out of Olave, yeah. right? I think 20 and would be the I point. I think Olave had, did not have a good he week, didn't have a good last, week. last week. Well, they, and you know, I, the Saints have not the looked Saints, good the The Saints past don't have a quarterback, yeah. yeah. So, so you're kind of yeah exactly you're kind of you're kind of you're kind of I think twenty points is like the cutoff. I think I think what I would be worried about is just him getting a touchdown. Right. You if know, he, I'm, he, I'm not worried about his yardage. It's more. But about, if he if he's, is he going to find if, the if end he, zone? If he snaps like a yeah. you know a touchdown in the red zone, right. And Brady will probably gets token points six, right there. And Brady gets yeah. his token, you know, like 15, 16 points. You know. Yeah. That could that could spell trouble, but exactly. that's just it's just hypothetical. Hypothetical, yeah. Colton could be up a lot more by then and make it a lot Hope, harder. Hopefully, for our listeners, um, I'm hoping for that. He is hoping for that, but he could also be down by a lot less, and it could just be a decent day mm-hmm. from Tom Brady that takes Ben. So that's that's put inter- that's interesting about this matchup is there's a lot of ways it could go. Uh, speaking of kind of the predictive measure, um, how do you see this thing playing out, Colton? I think I think the nine point lead I have right now I have to give myself the edge. Although I do think it's going to come down to the last game, and I will nervously be watching the game Monday night. I think I think many owners will be nervously yeah. watching that game Monday night. Give me a score prediction. Score prediction. Uh, both of our scores are just this week's score. Like both so, weeks. So it would be both weeks. So add whatever you think we're going to get next week right, going yeah. to this week. So, I mean, you have seventy nine point three, and I have eighty eight point five. I can't see both of us getting under 90 again. No, I think we'll both get around somewhere around 90, right? Right, yeah. I, I, 95, I think. You know, I, if I give you the edge, maybe maybe I get 93. You know, maybe not a, not a great week for okay. me. That, so 93 would put me at 181.5. Yeah, 181. And then I, I would have, say, I would have, say you even get 101. I think that's a, that's a viable uh, a score for you. That takes me to 180. Uh, 180.3. That, that, gives, so, that gives you the win. The win. By, by one. By one point two. Oh, boy, points. wouldn't that be crazy? I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling like it's going to come down. And yeah. I, I, we're going to be on the edge of our seats Monday I night. Think, I think we will. And the crazy thing is you, know, like you just know that one play, like a, like a Brady mm-hmm. interception or you know a drop by Olave or maybe the other direction, touchdown pass or you know a, yeah. someone breaks a tackle like – Olave breaks a tackle and goes for a sixty-yard touchdown Just right like, there. That's basically dude. That's right. Like, isn't it crazy how like it could be affected? And there's so many other games in between that. I think I have a couple of guys going Thursday night in that matchup mm-hmm. against the Bills, and that could easily spell my doom if I get nothing there. But you know, there's so many little matchups there that could make a difference. So we'll have to see what happens. And at this point, I mean, you, we can fidget about if we if we if we must, but. I think you just gotta kind of play your play your chips yeah. and see where they see where they fall, right? Like, not much you can do about it other than just kind of see how it plays. Yeah, out. you can't control it. The only thing you can control is who's gonna play. Who's gonna play? You play the guys you think you're gonna play. Who you think you're gonna play well? Right. And I think that's just what you do. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I mean, I think I, I, I think, think I think uh, I think your biggest edge and my biggest weakness for however long I make in the playoffs is my tight end. 
Yeah. My tight end is... The, the Mark Andrews was a much yeah. stronger play than the Greg Dolchich. Is that yeah. It? yeah. Are you starting Dolchich again this week? No, I actually dropped him. You dropped for, him. For all those eager listeners. Oh, go pick up Greg. <laughs> no, I... um. He, he started off strong his first three games. He or, did. And, I mean, the Broncos suck. That's the issue, right? But I know he had a... In one game, he had... I don't have it up right here, but he scored, like, three points, but... He missed a he missed a pass from Wilson that was like over the middle of the field for forty yards and he would have had like an eight point week if he would have. That's a solid that. tight end week right there. Right, and I, I thought I can still play him, and then he ends up getting like two points the next and, two weeks. Yeah. That's not gonna get the job done. Yeah. Who you got in there this week, Colton? Oh, I have Conklin right now, Tyler Conklin. Jets. I'm hoping them boy Mike White. Mike White. That's dude, That was the ball. story of the week last that week. That was man. the story of the week. You never like. I always thought the Jets were kind of like a good team on defense, but you know, I, you know, I also have the Jets defense, and so wow. yeah, I mean, a, they're, they're, but that's a lot of faith to put uh, on the Jets know, in the playoffs, though, my friend. I'm it not is. saying it isn't wise. I'm just saying it's a. We both have interesting. You're starting the Jets defense against Minnesota, yeah. and I'm starting the New England defense against, against Buffalo. Buffalo. So I mean, you can't, deep, I feel like you can't not start the, New England exactly, defense. and I don't think you can't start the Jets either. I feel like you you yeah. gotta. You gotta hope they make a couple plays. They're mm-hmm. gonna, you know, they're gonna let up some points. They're not gonna shut them out, right? But like, you got, you gotta be like, all right, they're they're probably gonna give me, you know, between seven to ten points if they get a turnover or something like that. I mean, and the Jets have played well against some good offense too on their de- yeah. on the defensive side. I mean, they got like ten points against Buffalo, I think. So they did. So and that's what, if they did it against Buffalo, right? They, they could do it against anybody. Yeah. You think? You think? Yeah. So we're we're wrapping up our uh, our uh, our. I would say we'll call it the midweek update of the week podcast because it's not it's 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 in the middle of the wild card round. Uh, we'd like to thank Colton for coming on and joining us to do a little dive into this matchup and a little dive into his history in the league. It's always nice having new faces on and someone's face as pretty as Colton's oh, is always really nice to have on. <laughs> so thanks for coming on, buddy. Yeah, it's great to have you. Man. It, was, it was good. I enjoyed drinking our sponsor victory. Our sponsored beer. That's right. Good, yeah. I think there's one and two more in the. In the fridge, one 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 more for each of us. So, oh, awesome. we were we were certainly make make that worthwhile. We will be back on the league podcast to wrap it up with uh, a little message about uh, how to finish things and whether that's for finishing wins or finishing a torque cake or whatever it is. You know, Colton knows how to finish as well. So, uh, we'll be talking about finishing a little bit to end the podcast. Stay tuned. We'll be back in a second. This is a reminder to watch the U.S. men's national team play against the Netherlands Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Should be an attractive match. Should be, uh, should be hopefully a good result for the U.S. They've had a lot of really, really, uh, you know, good, good uh, levels of play, good, good uh, stints of play so far in the World Cup. So don't forget to tune in Saturday morning, 10 a.m. on Fox. And now we get back to the league podcast. To close, we're gonna. Let's talk about finishing, and I could reference the World Cup and how a lot of teams failed to finish this year, just like Costa Rica and Germany just kind of both failed on their ends this 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 tournament for sure. Same thing with Belgium. So there's been a lot of teams that have failed to finish so far. But if we're talking more in fantasy football, then we have to talk about when you have a lead, how do you kind of finish out that matchup and that comes to play a lot more in our league than others because we have the two-week playoff matchup so somebody almost always has a lead going into the second week 
So if you lead going into the second week, how do you finish your matchup? Well, I think generally you play it's a little safer. You start players you think you're going to get your points. You don't put risks on the players that maybe are going to get limited snaps or could get injured. And you could also maybe finish by putting, not just by limiting risk, but also giving yourself you know, good matchups to put things in, right? Maybe you have two players that are you know, both not risky, but maybe one just has a little bit more upside than the other because they're playing a poor team. And that may be the case in so many areas, but just giving yourself the best chance to win and lowering risk, as we talked about earlier in this podcast. But outside of fantasy football, we have to be able to finish in life. We have to finish degrees that we get. We have to finish parts of our career before we can move on to other parts. And sometimes finishing stages of life are more difficult than we'd like to admit. I, for one, am pretty much coming to the end of my college career after five and a half years of it. And I've really enjoyed this time in my life, but I think sometimes I have a little bit of difficulty in accepting that it's going to be over. You know, as much as I want to go out and party to 2 a.m. on you know, a given weeknight and go to some bars and have a good time, I know that I can't do that forever. And I hope that you guys realize that too, that there are certain things, certain parts of your life that need to come to an end for other things to fill its place. So don't be apprehensive about moving forward about something. Don't be scared about finding something, finding a new path while it may close off another because you're always going to have your options open. You're always going to have flexibility in your life to move around. But taking that next step is something that we all need to do. I mean... I looked at pretty much all the viewers of this podcast, and pretty much all of you guys are in the same age range, age range as me, 24 to 30, and we're all trying to find our way, and it's a crazy thing called the world, and just be able to move on with from things, move on with good things, and take it a step at a time. Finishing a part and closing the door doesn't mean that there aren't other ones that can open, that can't be just or even more wonderful. So please enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy. we got some great NFL matchups starting tonight with the Bills against the Patriots. The Patriots will be wearing their retro uniform, so I certainly will be watching. That's my defense and kicker and running back also play for such a team. Um, but enjoy whatever type of stage in life you're finishing up right now. And be excited to move on to the new ones. That's all I have for you today on the League Podcast. This is Thursday, December 1st, 2022, in our final month of the year. I hope we all make it a good one. Go Birds, and go USA this weekend. Thanks, guys.